This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. If I have wounded any soul today, if I have caused one foot to go astray, if I have walked in my own willful way, dear Lord, forgive. If I have uttered idle words or vain, if I have turned aside from want or Last I afford some other through the strength, dear Lord, forgive. If I have been perverse or hard or cold, if I have longed for shelter in when thou hast given me some fort to hold, dear Lord, forgive. Forgive the sins I have confessed to thee. Forgive the secret sins I do not see. Oh, guide me, love me, and my keeper be. Amen. Welcome to this Lenten service, good neighbors. We'd like to uh, invite you to worship at Deronda Lutheran at 9.30 next Sunday. And uh, we'll continue then with the prayer preparation. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. We'll continue with the confession and absolution. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, that we, things that we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you and uphold us by your Spirit so that we may live and serve you in the newness of life through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Hear the words of forgiveness. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. We'll continue with some more gathering songs. Mm -hmm. 
told thy love to me, but I long to rise in the arms of faith and be closer drawn to Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou God sent his son, they called him Jesus, he came to love, heal and forgive, he lived and died, to buy my pardon, an empty grave is there to prove my Savior because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future, and life is 
just because he lives. How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy God gives, but greater still the He lives, I can face tomorrow, because He lives, all fear is gone, because I know He holds the future, and life is worth the living just because He lives, and then text for this evening is from Luke, the 23rd chapter, verses 32 through 34. Two other men, both criminals, were also let out with him to be executed. When they came to a, a place called the Skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him and offered him wine vinegar and said, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said? Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished just, justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, truly I tell you, today I will, you will be with me in paradise. Here ends the gospel reading. 
This is one of my top stories that I like in the scriptures. But let's first set the situation because it kind of helps us understand what Jesus was going through and, and what that thief was going through who acknowledged who Jesus was. The crowd had cried out, crucify him. Pontius Pilate washed his hands. They had falsely spent time accusing him of blasphemy and that he should be put to death. He had been beaten, spit on. Everything was chaos around him. And even as he was on the cross, the soldiers were still mocking him. The other criminal was mocking him. And somehow, this one thief bucked the crowd. You know how hard that is? <laughs> or the feelings that you get when you do that? A number of years ago, well, first of all, I grew, grew up as a Haugie Lutheran, which didn't dance, drink, or smoke. And I went to a college called Waldorf that didn't allow those things to happen there. But times were changing, and I was on the student council my first year there, and one day they had a big meeting, and they decided to uh, have a vote to see whether they would allow dancing on the campus. Sitting up in front in this gym with packed full of kids, we heard the arguments uh, for allowing dancing to happen. But then one of the, the uh, teachers decided to do something. He said, well, let's just see who would want to keep this policy of no dancing? And being the good Haugie Lutheran that I was, I stood up and I looked around and I was the only one standing. In the back, there were a few of my friends that were laughing pretty good because they could see how I felt and they knew it was a really, really awkward moment. And as embarrassing as that was to buck the crowd, it started to give me a sense, just a little sense, of what this thief had to go through to acknowledge, say, this is the Messiah. This is the one who is innocent. I deserve what I'm getting, but this one doesn't. And then to make that proclamation with all this other stuff going on around, that's pretty amazing to me. The second thing about this story that really hits me is Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. This was no small thing that was going on in Jesus' life, obviously. He was dying on a cross for everybody. And yet what we see about God in this one and other stories in the scripture, Jesus listens to this thief on a cross and takes care of him, saying, today you will feast with me in paradise. So many times the crowd wants to drown out the message of faith. So many times there's people around us telling us, be quiet. You can't really believe this stuff. One of my other stories that I enjoy is two blind men who stood by the side of the road and were waiting for Jesus to come by. They had heard he had healed others. The crowd was there waiting to hear and to see great things from this Jesus. And as they came and the dust started to rise, they knew he was close and they cried out with a loud voice, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. And what did the crowd do? Shh, be quiet. He doesn't have time for you. But they cried all the louder, 
Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. And all of a sudden the crowd parted. Those who were wanting to hear great things were about to see Jesus who would take time for two hurting, lonely, blind men on the side of the road. Listen to them and heal them. That's the kind of God we have. The one who in the midst of all the big problems when we look around the world, takes time for each of us, where we are at, dealing with the things that we're dealing with, to listen and to heal and to take time to forgive us and love us. Those are two of the main things I take from this story. But I also think of that little message of today. Now, I don't know what today totally means, but I know the one thing that we hear about from the scriptures is that God is the God of I am. And that we pray in our prayer, the Lord's Prayer, Heavenly Father, uh, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Jesus preached the coming of the kingdom of God. When we talk about faith in Jesus Christ, it's not some distant reality. Today, he comes to us to forgive us and to move us forward so that we can have those kinds of things of compassion in our lives, the love and mercy and grace that we can offer patience and hope and kindness to our brothers and sisters here and around the world today. Not sometime in the future, although that will happen too, but it starts today. And then I think of, remember me, that wonderful plea. When you come into your kingdom, I, I remember my dad was never wealthy, the uh, first time he got out of debt, they were married in de during the Depression, and it wasn't until 1971, 72, when he retired, it was the first time he didn't have debt. Well, I was going to college and out at Seattle, and I'd taken two years to take some Bible training, which wasn't the kind of thing that they were all, or he was all excited. He wanted me to finish my college degree. But there I was after Christmas vacation and ready to drive back to Seattle. I was going to bed and Dad came up and didn't say anything. He just grabbed my hand and in my hand he put $50. Just trying to say, I support you, son. Something I will remember all my life. Because I know he didn't have the money, but he gave. I know that doesn't sound like much to today's people, but to me at that time, I will always remember it. God is one who remembers love and compassion and people that are his. Don't ever forget that. And then the last thing is, Jesus saves. The name Jesus means saving, healing, taking care of us. Uh, Yeshua, all the different words that come in from the Judas, Judean tradition. I'd like to just share one quick story that I hope that we can remember. We talked about today, but I also want to think about something else because in Lent, we're dealing with chaos in our world. We're dealing with all the things that are going on. Well, back during the Korean War, Marguerite Higgins, a foreign war correspondent, received the Pulitzer Prize for international reporting. And it was a special recognition of her coverage of the Korean struggle. In her article, she would tell about interesting and revealing experiences. Included in one of those accounts 
was when she was with the 5th Company of the Marines, which even though it originally numbered only 18,000 men, was locked in combat with more than 100,000 communist Chinese. It was a particularly cold day, 42 degrees below zero. When news reporters were standing around, the weary soldiers, half frozen from the bitter cold, stood by their dirty trucks eating food from tin cans. A huge Marine was eating cold beans with his trench knife. His face covered with a heavy beard was crusted with mud. Suddenly the correspondent turned to him and asked, if I were God and could give you anything you asked for, what would you like? The man stood motionless, then raised his hand and replied, give me tomorrow. Give me tomorrow. Listen to this plaintive cry of hearts throughout our world today. The persecuted peoples of Ukraine and Russia, people of North Korea, South Korea, in China, all of us around the world can hear that give us tomorrow. Scantily clad and living in fear and ill health, the only hope for many of them is for tomorrow and the better life that may be granted them. All over the world, the anguish cry resounds, give me tomorrow. That's what Jesus does. He gives us today and tomorrow. So we, along with the thief, can say very clearly, remember me and hear those words, today you will be with me in paradise. Amen. We'll continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. May you know today God is with you. Amen. Jesus, keep me near the cross.
thank you for listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amory, Wisconsin. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time.